0: What is up, one and all, you filthy, filthy animals? It is another episode of <laughs> Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben Secord. And I'm Davo. And today, we will be going into our first Ridley Scott film. Yeah. Which, going through his list, you know, it's I'm surprised we haven't done one of his films before, because he's got good ones out there. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his. Absolutely. And today, we are going to do Blade Runner from 1982 the original the original in honor of uh, Blade Runner 2049 that just came out uh, this past weekend in which we saw so we're obviously going to talk about Blade Runner the original but then we're going to get into the new one with Ryan Gosling and obviously Harrison Ford as well
1: kind of a regular show on Blade Runner the classic and then yeah we'll talk on our thoughts on the, uh, the new one
0: Sounds good, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know I say that all the time, but uh, be yeah, a Blade Runner 20. No, not 2049. We're doing Blade Runner Blade 1982, Runner which was took place in 2019. Right. Um, and uh, how many
1: times have you seen this?
0: I one. I want to say watching it for the show is maybe my third time.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm about maybe my fifth. Yeah. Um, when did you come to it?
0: Uh, maybe when I was like eighteen, yeah. so like ten, eleven years ago.
1: What was your first impression?
0: I liked it. I just, I, I want, well, I want to say it took me a couple times to get through it.
1: Oh, me too. Like I,
0: I started watching it and then I just wasn't feeling it, and then I tried again. Yeah, got, got a little further.
1: I didn't really care for it the first time. Yeah. I didn't I didn't give it a fair watch, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, and we find out well through the box office of the the original and the sequel. Yeah. This movie does not appeal to a wide audience. No. It, it, it appeals to a very specific kind of person who, if not a movie fan, is a sort of contemplative man. Right. Not a young man, not a maybe like a, a, a 30s to 40s to 50-year-old man. Mm, yep. And I think that's just, that's it. I mean, it doesn't matter how amazing it's done. It, there's just something about this film. It's a narrow appeal. Yeah, because, I mean, you would think you know, it's, an,
0: it's an 80s sci-fi film, so you would think, you know, it would have a big following. But this... With a massive star. Yeah, with a massive star. Harrison Ford. The, again, this is 1982. This is coming off of, obviously, Star Wars 1977, Empire Strikes Back 1980, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark 1981. Yeah,
1: um, yeah and Empire then, was as much a Harrison Ford movie as anything else no
0: definitely I think that I think uh, I mean Han Solo I think is the best in Empire Strikes Back I think that is He's the best character in that movie. He's
1: by far the best actor.
0: Yeah, definitely, especially because his arc—you know—he goes through. You know, yeah. he's totally selfish at the beginning, and almost like—I sa- sa- mean, he didn't really have much of a choice at the end to sacrifice himself for the group. But he still, you know, is telling Chewbacca, "You got to take take care <laughs> of the princess." And it's just such an arc from the beginning of the film to the end of the film. He's like a heroic guy. He's a, you know, a team player.
1: Yeah, and it's also worth mentioning on Blade Runner, um, the versions. Uh, the yes. Versions. So the original theatrical has. Uh, Harrison Ford as Richard Deckard, right? Um, giving a voiceover in like a more film noir style, uh, and then subsequent releases they cut that out. And the one uh, that we both reviewed this time was the final cut. Yeah, the final cut, which yeah. has it removed. Yeah, and, and there's only there's a little bit added in, but thankfully not very much. It's not right. one of those final directors cut things where they add like thirty minutes. Yeah,
0: like totally unnecessary. Yeah. And I, I think I felt that way about Apocalypse Now. They did the Apocalypse Now Redux. The things they added in that, like the whole like French scene, like with the with the French people, uh, yeah. I didn't think it was needed. It was interesting to see, but I don't think it added. And like anything. the helicopter
1: scene was really long too, right? The whole subplot yeah. and the helicopter yeah. with the girls
0: yeah and then so yeah i mean this but this this is how it got its following is because it released this Uh, because in 1982 didn't do well at the box office at all wasn't until i think early 90s that they started re releasing different versions of this movie Mm -hmm. um and then that's when it got this you know quote-unquote cult following which you know i guess is the saying
1: so did you hate or did you not like the the voiceover stuff that because that's really the main difference. I thought it was weird. It, I
0: thought it was weird, especially, and I guess, I, I just read this preparing for the show, uh, Harrison Ford um, didn't like it either. Yeah. And that's why he did a crappy job at it because, in hopes that they would just not use it because he oh, did like such he, a bad job. Like, he intentionally... He tanked it? Yes. Oh, geez. And they still put it in? Yes, they still put because it in.
1: I read that audience, the test audience, were really like, we don't understand this movie, you need to explain it. And right. They, and I can't, because I didn't watch that version now... I don't remember it. I didn't remember not caring. For it. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it didn't bother me.
0: I think it was just him like over-explaining things. Yeah. Like it was just like saying redundant things over yeah, and yeah. over. It's just like okay, we know. Like what? <laughs> like it sometimes. Again, I've said it before. It's better to sometimes it's better to show and not tell. You know, some some movies narration works, but this one I don't think did, and I think that's why it gained popularity because it didn't have that narration. Um, but there are lots of moments in this movie where. Um, I haven't seen the narrated version in a long time but there's lots of moments in this movie where there's just like silence yeah um and no dialogue for a while and I, I'm wondering <laughs> if during those parts there Would was narration yeah um so yeah, I kind of want to go back just to see where exactly those spots were. Did you notice like moments of just like no talking the at same, all for a long time?
1: Yeah, he's walking or he's laying down or doing something like that. But yeah. I, I honestly can kind of see how it could be confusing because I watched this with the subtitles on uh, second go around. Um, and there's the, the the test that they give the the replicants, which we'll get into, of try to determine if they're right. Like you know, if they're what what it is. There's a name. There's a specific name for it, and it's like this, like two last names together. And when you hear it, you don't know what they're saying. When you read it, you're like, okay, it's a blah 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 test. I forget what it is. Yeah. But if you don't get what they're saying and what they're referring to, this doesn't make what, you know. Have you done the? And Rachel asked Deckard um, if he did it to himself. And you don't know, if you don't know what she's referring to, you don't know what she's asking. Right, him. And yeah. you miss this whole thing about who is Richard, who is Rick Deckard, you know? Who is yeah. Rick Deckard? Yeah. How does that work? What, why is she asking him that? If you don't know exactly what she's asking him, you don't see how that relates. Yeah. Um, and the are you question, talking about Rachel? Yeah. Yeah. The test that, because she asked right. him is, You've ever, have you ever taken it? Right, yeah. But she doesn't say, have you taken the, are you a... A replicant test, right? Yeah. She says, "Have you take the? I just don't know. Have you taken the blah 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 test yeah, yourself? Yeah. If you don't know what the blah 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 is because you missed it in the beginning because it's a strange term that you're not familiar with, it's 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 probably from the the original novel, right? And it, they use it again, and if you don't know what that is, you don't get it later because it yeah. Never, yeah
0: and, well, yeah, and there's a, I think you even said it. Uh, there's a lot of unnecessary confusion in this movie because it's when you really just like." Look at you know the bones of it. Yeah, it's a very simple plot. You know, yeah. When
1: it's, you yeah when you distill it down, there's actually not yeah. much going on. But right. the movie does take its time to do confuse you. Right.
0: Yeah. Um. But it's still it's just it's it's definitely an acquired taste film because I feel like <laughs> I, we're just picking this apart. But I, I, I yeah I, I you know I enjoyed this film a lot. Um, I don't want
1: to be unfair to it. At, yeah, I feel the same. We're like going down a critical path, but. No, I like it a lot, and it, it it deals with very deep questions in a really uh, beautiful way. Especially yeah. the way this film ends, which is one of the best endings. Mm-hmm. Not, not not maybe not the maybe not the final shot, but you know the resolution of the movie is amazing. And that's really without that amazing resolution, I don't think this movie would have it would have endured at all i no, think it would have been not. somewhat of a flop and yeah. just weird
0: and and i like that it's ambiguous you know it leaves you with questions yeah. uh doesn't answer you know what you're thinking the whole time is is uh, deckard uh, a replicant or not and this time around um, you know watching it for the show i i didn't notice how obvious it was that they were trying to hint that maybe he was a replicant. Yeah. Like the first time around, I didn't really like, you know, it didn't cross my mind too much, but this time around, I was like, Oh wow. They're dropping lots of hints that, you know, or, you know, trying to get the audience to think maybe, you know, Deckard might be a replicant himself, uh, which I thought was interesting. Yeah.
1: But with it in your mind of, you know, then you, you refer to it and you pick up all those clues, but watching it from the beginning, I don't, I mean, it's possible that on your first viewing, you think he might be, but right, I, I don't think, I don't think so on the first viewing, but I guess, I, yeah. don't, know, I don't know. I guess
0: once you have it in your head, yeah, then you, said, yeah. yeah, then you, you find those They're like, moments. Oh, okay. yeah, They're, like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when, uh, uh, he gives the test to Rachel, which we'll obviously talk about in a little bit. Uh, he gives the test to Rachel and you know, once she leaves, he's talking to Tyrell and, uh, Deckard says, so they don't know if they're replicants? Yeah, how does it not know like, what it is? Yeah, and then it's like, oh, well, he, there must be hinting that, you know, he doesn't know it, you know that he is. Uh, so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And in I noticed now that, because I haven't watched this, did you watch Westworld on HBO? I have, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't realize how much Westworld probably took from this. I know Westworld was a film, you yeah. know, also in the 70s. But it also reminded me a lot of Westworld in the fact that, you know, they don't know that they're, you know hosts i guess they call in westworld but in this they don't know that they're replicants some of them anyways i mean this seems like yeah, the newer models similar. like rachel so yeah. thought that was pretty cool how it had that correlation by the way i looked it up it's called the voidcompt the
1: voidcompt yes so if you don't know what the heck Voight yeah. is because you missed it in the beginning, yeah. you're like, "What's a Voight Kampf? Yeah. <laughs> Why not just call it a replicant test right. or the <laughs> uh, or you know I think for computers it's called the Turing test? Something that I can know. Right? Like, when you say it again, when you call back to it 45 minutes later, I'm like, "Ah, okay. No, <laughs> Voight Kampf. Of course right. I know Voight Kampf." Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know. Typical saying I use in my <laughs> yeah. everyday life. Just the other
1: day, I was voight Kampf. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> um, I feel like everyone's testing to see if I'm a replica every day because they give me that voight um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Anyway, so yeah, I mean, obviously it stars Harrison Ford. It stars Rutger Hauer as Roy uh, Batty. Amazing. Yes. Uh, Sean Young as Rachel. Edward James Olmos as Gaff.
1: Well, Sean Young from uh, East Ventura.
0: <laughs> <It's>, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot she's in
1: that. <laughs> Oh, as some sort of a, a tucker? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh,
0: and he's eating all the gum and stuff and all engrossed out because he finds out. Yeah, the vomiting. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, poor Dan Marino. Got it, uh, kidnapped. Poor Dan. You know, laces out.
0: Oh, yeah, you're a big Dolphins guy. Yeah. I mean, look at you. Is it because of that
1: movie? <laughs> no, before. Okay. But uh, Yeah, and they won the Super Bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles in that movie. Yeah? So, yeah. It was a good time for the the dolphins. It sure was <laughs> good time. It hasn't been so great since.
0: <laughs> uh, also has uh, M Emmett Walsh, which is he's been a character actor. He's been yeah, in a lot of, a lot the of mean movies. old man. <laughs> yes, a mean old man. What do you what do you know? <laughs> well, he's still alive. 1935. He's 82 a years old. Um, yeah, he's a he's a just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the smile. He's just an you know? old old grump. <laughs> um, <laughs> he plays the sheriff. Daryl Hannah's in it. Yeah, um, there's a lot of yeah. a lot
1: of actors, a lot of character actors through the years. The, recognized.
0: I mean, what, what did you think of Harrison Ford in this movie?
1: I thought he was amazing. I really did. I thought I saw something from him. I saw you know the normal Harrison Ford, a subdued Harrison Ford, and, and I'll talk about later. A far better lead, in my opinion, than what Ryan Gosling gave in this movie. I th- and especially comparing, I thought Ryan Gosling was a bit wooden, and I know that's sort of the direction of the character as he's as he slowly like becoming unravelled. Um, but Harrison Ford, you know, if if we assume that he was a replicant, mm-hmm. of the Deckard character, which I I think it, it's basically said that he is, but they don't want to come out and say he is. Right. So okay, so assuming that that's true, he's pretty animated. Yeah. He doesn't just sit there, you know, and Ryan Gosling kind of just sits there when he shows, he does show some intensity and all that stuff, but Harrison Ford's kind of looking around, he's expressive, he's acting fairly human, yeah. and I'm not getting that from Gosling, so in my, and okay. Harrison Ford was also really good in the sequel, Yes, far was. better than I could have, I thought he was going to mail this thing in. Yeah, me too. Like he did in episode seven. Really? <laughs> yeah. See, I don't think he mailed
0: episode seven in, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I didn't get that from him, I, feel, I felt like. He did that with Indiana Jones oh, and like yeah, that's his true. more recent roles, but I thought he was I, great. I, felt like, I felt like he was all in for Han Solo this time around, but to okay. each their own. Yeah, to, um, in my own is yeah, I to each, episode seven. And, to each you know. Dave's own. Um, <laughs> but no,
1: I thought he was really good in this. I thought he was really good in the sequel. This is like almost like his pocket. It's too bad there were more Blade Runner movies for him to be in because I know. it seems to actually really suit him.
0: I, I actually I thought he was better in the second one than in the first one. Um,
1: he's so young in the first one he yeah, looks like a i know different person
0: and he's gorgeous um
1: <laughs> and he's got you know he also has a really short haircut yeah
0: it's an interesting haircut of his and uh <laughs> he's I feel like he's constantly especially at the beginning of this film he's constantly just smirking he's just like
1: <laughs> well he's <laughs> retired yeah he's smirking but but that's kind of what I, that's kind of what i liked though he's a bit animated he's He's like, he's, he doesn't want to, he's being dragged back in to do this job that he doesn't want to do. Yeah. You know, unless all of, well, I don't know. So if he is a replicant, what is he, living his life, retired? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense. And Is it all a ruse? Does he have a fake memory that he's retired? Right. And,
0: well, I guess once we get into 2049 later on in the show... Uh, we'll give a spoiler warning because we got to talk spoilers. Oh, uh, this is all spoilers. Yeah. All uh, spoilers. Well, obviously the original Blade Runner will be spoilers. So if you have not seen original Blade Runner, uh, as I always say, stop, pause this. Go watch that movie. Go watch come that back movie right now. Come back to us. And hey, we're we'll on YouTube. That. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You too. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> That's how we do it. <laughs> and uh, iTunes, all that. Twitter. Hey. Ooh, hey, ooh, hey ooh. Let's get into this movie, man. Yeah. And by the way, never mind. Harrison, I, I wouldn't say his uh, performance was phenomenal in this movie yeah i think he would did a fine job um it just was anyone could have been in this role i'm glad it was harrison ford because i love harrison ford for harrison ford um but i don't know
1: yeah i think i I'd, I'd, i definitely would push back on that okay but uh i feel the pushback
0: man wow. I, just,
1: I, I actually want to go back to his haircut just for a second because <laughs> i really like his haircut you think about what the hair, what his hair looked like in empire strikes back yeah and, and in a lot of ways the haircut is the closest the movie got to predicting the future <laughs> you know what do you mean well the style because he looks like his hair isn't that much different than mine you know, yeah it's like true you know? That's true.
0: I mean, he's better looking. But... Well,
1: obviously, he's you know he's a he's a very <laughs> handsome man. But I just want, I didn't know if you knew that was obvious. No, no, okay. I, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's very, I, yeah. No,
0: you're right. Yeah, they definitely. I mean, obviously, he's got a very modern haircut. 2019, they didn't predict a lot of the technology, but no movies no, course, did back yeah, in the can't. 80s. No, um, actually,
1: no science fiction movies ever really predict nah. the future. They no. they sort of like. Whatever the cutting edge at the time is, they like you know right. push that as far as they can. It's and it actually we kind of see that with twenty forty nine, and that's why it looks amazing at the time because it's sort of like the technology of the day. Because we think of you know so a holograph, right? Right. But it mean you know twenty forty nine, it could be we could be way beyond holographs. <laughs> you know?
0: We could be, or right? we could, yeah. Or who knows? <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Um, it's hard
1: to imagine, but then when, it, inevitably, when you look back on it, it's like oh, that was kind of cheesy.
0: Yeah, that's another thing I'll say about this movie. I don't think it aged very well, but now seeing 2049, how they're kind of, were back in that world. Yeah. Like, I was thinking it had, didn't age well, and then I saw 2049, and I'm like, okay, now it all works for me. Like, now I feel like it did kind of age. Yeah, because it's better. how that
1: universe would age yeah. that many years right. later. You yeah. Know?
0: So yeah, I liked how they did that. Uh, So yeah, this was uh, directed by Ridley Scott. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the movie. (laughs) Let's talk about the movie. (laughs) All right, so we go through a movie by giving our uh, six favorite moments of the film. And we call it Pick Six. Pick Six. Is it Pick Six? Is that where we went with that, right? Yeah. Okay, Pick Six.
1: Because it used to be Take Six. It's football season now.
0: Oh yeah, football. Hey, football's on right there, folks. If you're watching YouTube, Maybe you'll see it in the reflection of my eyes. We
1: are at halftime of the Carolina Panthers and Philadelphia Eagles game that Ben yep. cannot take his eye it off. It is currently <laughs>
0: ten to ten. Halftime. Bill Cower is on the television talking. Yeah, Deion's and next. he's spitting everywhere. <laughs> such, 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 such.
1: <laughs>
0: all right. So our all right. Take six. Uh, pick six. Our first moment uh, of the film is the initial replicant test, or the what was it, Voight? Voigt Kampf. void Goit- Kampf. Yeah, text. void Kampf, man. Come on. Take us through the scene, Dave. Uh,
1: well, Sorry it's... to put you on the spot <laughs> here. <laughs> well, this... It sets... I guess I could see the film noir set because you're sort of in... You're, everything is dark in this movie. Nothing is, like, directly lit. Everything is shadows. Uh, and you see just... You know, this one guy at a desk. It looks like it's from the 1950s, yeah. so, sort of. Right. And this guy sits down. And he starts asking this series of questions. Yep. And it's very, like, combative. Yeah. He asks him... I, I forget how he starts. But and then the response is, well, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? What yeah. are the assumptions behind And he's like, just just relax. You know, we're just trying to gauge your reaction. Right. And he's got this weird little machine. It's like... like looking like, at his eye. Yeah, looking at his eye. And the premise here is that... Um, because we, we learn in the opening um, crawl, not a crawl, but uh, expo- uh, the printout. I don't want. Yeah, I, yeah. The, the crawl opening... isn't right, but I, yeah, I know. Uh, There's words
0: at the beginning of the movie that explain, <laughs> explain <laughs> yeah. give us some exposition. But this guy likes to do this, I think, because he does yeah. this in all the alien movies, right, and, yep, too, right. Yep.
1: Uh, but he shows us that uh, there are these. Nexus 6, uh, which is my phone, is a Nexus yeah. 6. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Look at that. It's old, but, yeah. you know. So basically, uh, retiring. The,
0: this Tyrell uh, group has made replicants, which are basically look and act just like humans, but they're robots. They're made for slave labor. You find out off-world. that there's off world uh, co- colonies now. Yeah, I was doing um, a bad
1: job describing
0: that. No, thing. that's like, okay. <laughs> 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 it's okay. It's okay. But now they're, they're, there's these Nexus 6, which I assume there was a Nexus 1, Nexus 2, but these Nexus six are just you know they're out of this world i mean literally because they're off world but you know they're they're state-of-the-art you know right they're, they've like rebelled and they're basically
1: right. illegal on earth
0: illegal on earth because yeah they're dangerous and you never know and uh basically they are forming a mutiny they get to earth and you know blade runners are what's harrison ford character is they call you know people who are you know assigned to kill these replicants blade runners right. retired that like. are retired yep, yep. And, they, uh, so- they basically
1: yeah, they, they get they're created to the extent that they're so sophisticated where they they're just getting a mind of their own so like, right. you know, I don't want to be a slave be slave labor off off world so I you know I've got my own emotions I've got my own thing and they have this this conf test, which they give anybody to determine if it, in, if you're a human being you'll have a certain response. That they can predict, but if you're a replicant, you'll go either go haywire or not have the appropriate emotional response. Which right. so we find out later, where Deckard asks uh, Rachel, but well, this one they asked the guy about his mother. Yeah, and it just he does not know how to respond to it, and he yep. just shoots the guy and kills him. Yeah. Right? I mean, because even
0: <laughs> so, even before that, I mean, you know, something's off because he's like, you know, you, see a, you see a tortoise. He's yeah. like, "What's a tortoise?" Yeah. It's like, "Do you know what a turtle is?" He's like, "Yeah." Well. It's the same thing.
1: Well, I, you know, but I, I don't know about that because as we learned, well, maybe things change by 2049. I guess they do. But in 2049, they don't really see any animals. So. Is yeah, it that's possible true. He doesn't know what a tortoise is. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can see that. Or yeah. should he have? Some, well, but if he's a replicant, he might should be implanted with a knowledge of what yeah. a tortoise. Yeah,
0: uh, I, I guess you know maybe it's just show the audience that something's a little off, or just this, world, be this world's different than ours. Yeah. You know, I think that's. Um, right. But yeah, he you know asks him about his mother, and then he just flips the table over, shoots the guy, and it's an incredibly tense scene. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I, I because... think it's a great way to start the film.
1: Yeah, the way the two are going back and forth. Because he seems to be asking simple questions, but just in a weird way. They don't, they're do not they sort of meaningless. Well, maybe not meaningless, but they, they're they gauged. They're seemingly random. You just say, well, how do you feel? You know, What is it? You, you describe a scenario. You're in a desert. And you see a tortoise, and it's upside down. And then what? Do you have to turn right. it over or something? Yeah, like
0: this seems like a lot of stuff in the test is about animals. What do you and do about it? How you show yeah. empathy. Right. Um, because, because a
1: robot would naturally not be empathetic. Yeah. Right.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just great! great way to start the movie. That's it's quite a terrible powerful. pour. Yeah, I was YouTube being there. lazy.
1: Ben just poured a beer, and it's the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, you know,
0: it, it'll go down. Yeah, it, it'll go down. It goes down the I stage. was being lazy. You know, I didn't want to tilt the glass and, and try to pour at the same time. It's worth the extra effort. I don't know. But, it's, uh, yeah, whatever. So, um, I like
1: this scene, though, because it, it sets the stage for, well, this, stage. Is, this is violent. This is weird. This is different. And we know we right away that this guy is some kind of a a replicant yeah
0: and like, it, it, it yeah it gets you interested in the film you're like okay what is this all about whoa <laughs> and th- th- this is this is what movies are all about you know it's it's obviously something you know sci-fi it's something not real and it's just exciting you know at that moment it, it draws you in i think a, movies need to start like this yeah but it's also a draw bit of you
1: in i'd say it's a bit of an odd choice though because none of these characters are major characters at the, at the Leon, beginning yeah, it's Le- leon's a replicant we don't know him yeah. He's he's in it a bit as a minor character. The the guy he kills isn't major.
0: And then it just kind of leaves Yeah, but it sets the tone with, for what the movie's about. I think lots of movies do this yes nah, you know, true. start off with just these nobody characters and, you know, it, it it's
1: But he's not like the main villain. Well, like maybe I'm just being too Yeah. Too critical but, on it.
0: but 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 he he is well, know, so, he's related to the main villain, not related family-wise, but you know he's.
1: Well, imagine though, if this had started instead of Leon, if it was Roy, if it was Batty, was the one that came in for the interview. No, um, that would have been no, because
0: much... because I, I think it was better to hold him off, kind of keep him a mystery a little, because he was definitely you know obviously the leader of the group. I think it was better to, you know, keep him.
1: He's so charismatic, though.
0: Yeah, that's true too, but. But I think you needed like a almost like a dumber guy, like almost like a, a sidekick guy to be, you know, <laughs> show you like, what, what does that mean? Oh, yeah, what do you oh, mean? By that? Oh, what, what, what are you What are you talking about? You know, I, oh, I just dropped a bottle cap. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, because if if you see, see this guy who's like super smart, I I don't think he would have failed that test so easily.
1: But he would have inevitably because
0: inevitably, yeah. But he probably he could have lasted as long as Rachel did. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I think th- they needed something like that where a test would be short enough to show at the beginning yeah you know? i can kind of see that yeah but I don't you're not know buying that, it i don't you're, know that you're that not buying it i don't know
1: that that's a major grab me though really yeah i don't know i, I
0: think it is i think so i mean you weren't interested to see what was going to happen then like say this is the first time you watched it go back to that time no i,
1: I think I, back to my first time but, i was just a little confused like, on what i'm what okay, am I watching what is this so We oh, shot him okay. okay is this guy uh, matter later sort yeah. of but not really huh yeah. okay well, so that's my. See? That's, that's why I we take. have two
0: people on the show to give different opinions. It's funny. It sounds like I hate this movie. No, right? no, nah. you know. It's, no, no. Well, this is not really talking about how they made the movie. I think this is just. Oh, yeah, I guess it kind of is. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's just. Um, but it know, does how how, the how, tone, how character acted. Yeah, it definitely sets the tone. Definitely sets the tone.
1: But it's a slow tone and a slow build. This whole movie is that way. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I can see why it didn't get the following. It did. Um, again, I'm not I feel like we're crapping on this movie. So, but, <laughs> no, it does. yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm not as drawn to it as you know the whole cult following is. Um, uh, the main reason I was. Excited to see uh, 2049 is because of Denny Villeneuve, yeah. uh, Ryan Gosling, and just the trailers just look beautiful. Like it looks like a gorgeous film. Just a look and it at it was, it yeah, absolutely was, absolutely. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean that's the first scene kind of gets you hooked, and that kind of leads to uh, our next two? scene. Yeah. yeah, so I mean this Blade Runner's dead, um, and then that's where Harrison Ford comes in. We're playing footsie here, um, and Dave, you know, is uncomfortable with footsie, um, and if you. You could see his facial expression on youtube and let's um, come to
1: with a med- mention of accidental footsie <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> oh man oh and carson, two? carson carson wentz <laughs> just made a fumble um all right number two is let me just say the title of number two uh when we meet rachel and okay. the tyrell corporation um so yeah ford is Inevitably brought into the picture because he's a retired Blade Runner. Their Blade Runner was just killed by this Nexus 6 character, wasn't he, Dave? (laughs) Harrison Ford is just, you know,
1: minding his own business, getting noodles. Yeah, he's in, because this whole world, it's really just a not so nice world, right? Yeah. It's dark, it's rainy, it's polluted.
0: And this is where I like the design. Like, I I like, because it's like LA, but it's like, I don't know if it, like,
1: it's been Asian, yeah. It's like, yeah, Asia, Asian, ified <laughs> I was gonna say like
0: maybe it's just like Chinatown or something, but I think it's actually part of the world now. Like it's, yeah, it's it's uh, the taking it. over. And I love the the uh, light up umbrellas. Did you notice that? Yeah, It's like, yeah. like almost lightsabers. With pretty cool. Umbrellas. I know. I, I like those. those. That actually um, kind of makes sense. Which I don't think they really used in twenty forty nine. Um, no, I guess that went out of fashion. Yeah, it's like, come on. Um, well, it wasn't really.
1: Was it wasn't it wasn't raining? It was constant rain in right. twenty nineteen. But, <laughs> but it wasn't... was more snow in oh yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 oh yeah because there was this whole well f- oh, f- we'll get to that.
1: But I think that the premise of because we open God we should really talk about the, the aesthetics of this movie right because it opens with a, a the camera just sort of flying in and you see these massive uh, gas like oil yeah. something. things just yeah. you know billowing uh, smoke and fire and. This is like a it's like a wasteland. Of yeah, a, it's a, like
0: a dystopian future.
1: Right. We we've we've like we're just burning oil and we've polluted the world. And Which, that,
0: you know, in 1982 they were worried that this was going to happen right. by 2019, by and now. now in 2019 we're worried that that's going to happen by 2049.
1: Yeah. I guess this is one of the things that uh, maybe we'll get to off world in the sequels. If well, I don't know now if there's going to be a sequel based yeah on, based on the the, the box office, office. but that's one of the I guess a, a semi complaint that I have is that this is a, a science fiction world that I don't want to go to
0: yeah this no. is a
1: bad place right you're like right. so there's off, there's off world which there's we see constant advertisements for moving off world right and all that and you know you anyone who's anyone has gotten out and what's left right. are like the dregs. Yeah, of of the world, you know, and you don't want to be here because no. it's not. It, there's no sun. There's very little sun. Right. You're through like this haze, um, it's raining constantly. No yeah. one seems to have. No one's happy. There's no room. Everything's crowded. It's just like it's miserable. Right. Yeah. In 2049 is no better. You
0: know, what it kind of reminded me of what? Battlefield Earth.
1: Uh, <laughs> there's actually a scene in here which we'll get to, which yeah. is very much like Battlefield okay. Earth.
0: Oh. I wonder what you're talking about. Let's see. Yeah. Um, but anyways, our so, t- number two. Yeah, so so we, yeah, Deckard, you know, gets uh, interrupted from his noodles by Gaff, who's played by Edward James. Almost. Gaff picks him up. Says he, you know, the sheriff needs to see him. Takes fo- forward. To the sheriff, or Deckard, played by Harrison Ford. Uh, to the sheriff, the sheriff says about how these Nexus 6, which we already knew about in the you know title crawl, whatever you want to call it. And we met Leon. We met uh, Leon, yep, the guy at the beginning, uh, the replicant at the beginning who kills the Blade Runner. He basically says, hey, Ford, we need you back. you got to help us you know get these guys you know <laughs> um it's no choice here yeah no choice so he basically sends forward to the source of it all tyrell who is the one that makes these replicants and well i uh, want to stop you this so yeah good. go ahead
1: i wonder if that's part of the argument for him being a replicant which is he doesn't have it's not clear why he doesn't have a choice yeah if he's yeah, a there's... replicant then he really doesn't have a choice but either
0: way i don't think but he, he knew there was a reason he didn't have a choice. So I think he doesn't know he's a replicant, you know, if he is one.
1: Well, no, but my, the, that's true. But the point I'm making is he sort of obeys without...
0: Oh, right. Yeah, that's true. He, yeah, so yeah, there's, he another, the there's another... order. There's an There's another clue right there. Yeah, in which... Yeah, there's something there's that happens in, in the new the, one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I mean, I'm just I'm speculating here. Yeah. But, you know, he doesn't say... Look, I'm done. I, look, I'm done. Yeah, it's no. Not, they say no. You, you, you're doing it. And he's like, okay. Yeah, he's, oh. He doesn't really fight all that much. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. He makes it clear I don't want to do it.
0: And when he's doing this, this is when the first time we see, um, uh, Gaff Ed- Edward James Olmos character. He you know makes this little thing out of this uh, origami. Yeah, the origami. Yeah. And he makes a little chicken. <laughs> yeah. you know, basically calling him chicken. Like, oh, you don't want to come back. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that, that was a unique thing, and that made me think that Gaff was maybe a replicant because it's like, man, this guy keeps making these origami things. He's really things. good at it. He's really good at it, but he's also, I guess, Oriental. I yeah, and the first or we don't say that Asian. Or, Asian. Yeah. Sorry. when we first
1: <laughs> see Gaff, he bothers he, Harrison Ford's at like a sushi stand. I guess is sort of what it is. Noodle, yeah, noodle stand. Noodles. Whatever. Noodles. He prods him with like his walking stick, and yeah. you're almost like, I mean, is he a cop himself, Gaff? I think so. Yeah,
0: I think. I mean, he works for the sheriff, at least.
1: Right, but your initial thought of who this guy is, you're not like he's a cop, right? Yeah, he's a, maybe he's a criminal, a mobster, or something like that. Yeah, he's, yeah,
0: he yeah, almost got like a mobster vibe. Kind of looks him. like a pimp. He has like an yeah.
1: overcoat and a yeah, hat.
0: Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, he's like yeah the like the bosses like the dons like
1: it's like some kind of an enforcer Captain capo.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Um,
1: yeah, I could see that. <laughs> but that's but i guess maybe that's part of what makes the movie interesting and aesthetically pleasing same thing with 2049 but also semi-confusing he doesn't look like a cop yeah who is this guy really it's not, right he just dresses up like well i'm saying a pimp but yeah that's the first <laughs> like description that comes yeah. to mind yeah, he, he is
0: a mystery to him yeah yeah
1: no i could see that yeah and it's all these little things throughout the movie that add up which are that makes it cool no, but definitely. like you said when you actually like boil all that stuff away and you're left with the core of it it's just kind of a small plot
0: yeah that's yeah. true yeah um, but they have any any you have Gaff and Harrison Ford flying to Tyrell's place and this is where you get some beautiful imagery awesome. you got, get like i think you see the sun finally you see the sun kind a, of yeah. reflecting on them as they're yeah. flying you see them in the cockpit it's just a beautiful scene as they fly up to uh Tyrell's place
1: and the graphics don't look dated there that's yeah. one of the few yeah. things that actually looks really good still and it's sort of like a almost like a pyramid but not but like additions around the side it's really right. cool huge imposing yeah. building yeah
0: uh... yeah so they go so they go in because again tyrell's the one that makes the replicants uh they meet they i think do we first see the owl yeah the yeah, owl the owl, the, eye. The, the, the eye you know he asks uh the does he meet tyrell first the, yeah or i think rachel? he meets
1: tyrell first and then rachel walks in with oh, her hand he... on her hip
0: Yeah. Hand on her hip. Yep. The (laughs) famous, famous walk-ins. Yeah. This is when we first meet Rachel, um, who, you know, we don't know as a replicant at first. Um, he's Ford is talking with Tyrell about things and Tyrell says, you know, have you ever given, you know, this test to a human? And, uh, Ford's like, no, you know, why waste my time? And Tyrell's like, indulge me. Um, and he says to test Rachel, um, Am I missing
1: anything? No, it's, he gives her the void. Now I know void it. Void right? comp. <laughs> now I know. So take void comp to my grave. I know. <laughs> void <laughs> comp. He gives her the void comp test. Asks yeah. her a whole series of questions, and when she, she balks at uh, something like you're at dinner and they're serving boiled dog, mm-hmm. and she has like no reaction, she's smoking a cigarette. Actually, she asks, "Can I smoke a cigarette?" She's like, "No, it won't affect the test." But yeah, and that's that's the giveaway. Yeah, she has no reaction to being at a dinner party where they're serving boiled dogs.
0: Yeah, and this is after asking a long pl- time, yeah, plenty of questions, lots of questions. And, she's, and she's fine. And I, I, but yeah, that's a moment in the scene. Just love the filmmaking here. Is the when he asks her that question is just a pause. You know, oh, yeah. she's just smoking the cigarette. You know, she's doesn't you know lose her cool or anything. It's just right. She's just—it's no big silent, deal, yeah,
1: but, because it doesn't mean anything to her, right? But,
0: but at the same time, she's upset. You can kind of see something in her that she's upset that she can't answer this question. Yeah, like she, she doesn't understand it.
1: Yeah, she knows she did something wrong. Cause she's smart enough, like you said, she's smart enough to figure out that by by taking the cues from the people around her that she answered that incorrectly. But she doesn't know why, right? And then they send her away. Yeah, right? because it's funny, you know. Well, I guess they weren't Korean in the in the book. Otherwise, it could have, put, really could have been no big deal there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, okay, okay oh, yeah, probably a good deal. meal. <laughs> give me some barbecue sauce,
0: put a little hot sauce on that, and yeah, we'll be good to go. <laughs>
1: so it must have been Chinese or Japanese or something like that. <laughs> of course, <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, but yeah, just it's, it's a really cool scene it because, is. and then that's when we find out. You know, Tyrell's like very impressive, and he says. I think to Deckard, you know, how many questions does it usually take? And uh, was it 20? Yeah. Something like 20 questions it usually takes to find out that if you're a replicant or not. And her spent, was over 100, 100 questions. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's when, you know, Ford uh, finds out that she's a replicant and Tyrell basically tells her she doesn't know she's a replicant. And that's when you get kind of a first hint that maybe Deckard is because he's like, you know you mean they they don't know their replicants yeah. and that i was like oh wait a minute here okay the Ford is probably it opens a it up yeah, yeah. It opens it up um but yeah that 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 whole scene i, I really enjoyed that and because it kind of gives you another you know there's this, these nexus six people but there's also obviously in a more advanced uh version now because these nexus six ones know their replicants
1: yeah it, it becomes revealed that they're implanting memories uh, did you mention that about the niece? Oh no! See, so yeah, that so will be t- our next one. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I mean, yeah, might as well just get into our next yeah. one
1: because yeah, it's basically revealed that. Well, we learn here that th- this is how she feels. She that's how she knows she's not a replicant. She, they're they're implanting memories, real memories mm-hmm. from real people. Tyrell's niece. Yep. Uh, they're implanting them on Rachel, so that niece's memory is now hers, and she they give her a whole backstory with pictures of herself as a child. And this whole thing, so if, and it's the idea that as she's uh, sort of like progressing emotionally, this, she's got, you know, this thing to fall back on, which is, okay, I'm this, you know, this is my identity. It's a big thing about identity throughout this whole movie, right? Yeah. Who am I? And she's, I'm Rachel. I'm, you know, this was my mom. This was the things I did. And so when I feel uneasy, I can call back to these things. That's the idea, right? So they don't have a freak out. Right. And it's just a strange, you know, it's a strange concept. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, what's real and what's not. And this movie deals with that. You know, th- this is sort of the thing, you know, it's like there's there's some not so amazing parts of this movie. But the parts that are good are just like you can't get them out of your mind. Yeah. And, and that was the way with the with the, with the latest one i thought about that movie for two days straight yeah and, it, and it's not even like i had like words they were just like feelings yeah
0: feelings thoughts yeah 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 What what is real and there's even i mean i'll just say right now there's even a line in 2049 where you know the one of the humans says you know we're we're all fight, you know searching for what's real or you know something along those lines yeah. there's robin wright's character you know we're, we're all looking for something real yeah um and yeah that
1: that's not you yeah it's a common experience, whether human or replicant. Yeah. When you get to that level of intelligence and capability, you're looking for like meaning and trying to figure out what's you know what's real and what's fake. And in a lot of ways, at some point, and I think the new movie deals with this. It, it doesn't matter, you know, if it's real enough to you, then it's real.
0: Yeah. But and that's and that's why I love this scene so much too, is because Ford, you know, kind of dickishly you know tells her because she you know comes to his apartment and says you know these these are you know look at this picture this is me when i was a kid you know th- i remember this and then he tells her you know uh tyrell planted his niece's memories in you and then she <laughs> just has this like breakdown you know she has this like single tear come down jerk. it's just like yeah it's just a jerk and you know like she said finding out what's real and you know what's what's real to you and she you know has that that moment it's just like her whole world everything she thought she knew is just coming crashing down on her it's like this wasn't real? Like, what What do you mean this wasn't real? You know, it's just, it's it's a powerful, powerful moment right there because again, when that, I think it was just like a single tear she had and it was like, damn it. You, you know, you. yeah. And that's when he knew, he's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I feel really <laughs> bad and she just kind of storms out. But yeah, it's a powerful scene.
1: I mean, imagine if, you know, if you lived in that world, you know, I just, and I think this is what it does to me anyways, imagine if you were a human being mm-hmm. and someone told you that. Would you think you know, that would be weird too you're someone tells you you're a replicant and you're not you know how do you know the difference yeah you know it's you, like you, I, you think you would yeah but they think they would too right? yeah and I
0: and, I, and i love the, the parts they, when they touch on that in 2049 yeah um you know i, I love that because it's like you know, you you know it's possible, yes, but at the same time, I have these memories, I have these feelings. It's like, what, what I do think you... I know who I am. Yeah. I wake up every morning thinking
1: yeah. that I'm the person that I am, and I right. live this life. But
0: maybe I didn't. I mean, I can I can equate it to you know, would you? Tell a little kid, you know, there's no Santa Claus. You know, who, you know, definitely believes that the, <laughs> that this man is coming and bringing me presents on on Christmas. Would you, you know, would you tell that to that person? You know, because they right, think it it's real. Them, yeah, yeah. It would just totally destroy them. But let alone telling someone they're not a real person <laughs> you know telling them that hey you you were designed you're a robot yeah your existence um, is yeah. not
1: what you thought it would be thought it was
0: yeah so that that kind of set the tone for the emotional aspects of this movie
1: this whole movie feels like a dream doesn't it yeah it feels like just a weird dream i mean it
0: almost feels like you're a replicant you know because it, it, it is kind of like a dream to them uh you know it, it her whole life was a dream yeah thinking you know she was real this whole time but in fact she was made four years ago or whenever it was you know she she was just brought into his existence relatively soon (laughs) um
1: yeah it's just it's really powerful stuff if if you're willing to just kind of sit there and ponder it it's kind of heavy stuff yeah Absolutely, and the movie—I guess you know—that's what it—it it, it, it sort of takes its time. It, it does ponder these things. Right. It doesn't really hammer you over the head, with right?
0: And then that's why I don't think it resonated too much with people because some people just go to a movie and just want to watch it and just for what it is and just for the entertainment value, which is which is fine, yeah. But you know, the Decker I, character
1: I mean, never sits there and says, "I feel like I'm in a dream." He yeah. never says that, right? Like, but you, as the audience member, if you're willing to like take it in, you think that, yeah. I think, actually, I think a lot of Ridley Scott's movies do that as well. They don't really bang you over the head with what what he's trying to say. Yeah. But yeah, this one, it just sort of sits there, and you're like, wow, this is... This is this is pretty heavy stuff. Yeah, trouble there. Yeah, I'm
0: yeah. trying to get comfortable here. As <laughs> yes, we're trying to talk about what's real and what's a dream. I think th- maybe we're in a dream right now. It I could don't know. be. This could be. I, a dream. I hope I can wake up quickly. <laughs> and move on. Someone pinch me. Um, all right, let's get to our next one. What's our next one?
1: So we've got. Uh, the- <laughs> here you go sir (laughs) number four we're sharing a piece of paper so uh, uh, Deckard Deckard finds he goes to Leon's apartment and finds um, which this actually on the second view I didn't know this in the first time he finds a snake scale right I thought it was I didn't know what this was Uh, and he traces it down to this uh, other replicant named Zora she's got she's like a dancer yeah Uh, she also has a, a replicant snake this is kind of interesting too you have replicant animals yeah like the owl yeah, the owls won. Well, you, well, and that does make sense, right? If you've got animals, you, that's the first thing you do, right? But it's kind of an interesting concept, right? You could just have like a, a replicant cat or a replicant mm-hmm. dog, and maybe who knows? You could have a million of them, or you could just the next day you could have zero. I right. don't know. It's, yeah. it's a weird, it's a weird idea, you know, having a replicant pet. But uh, he traces, he, he tracks her down. Uh, it's kind of a funny bit of acting there. It's like, hi, hey, uh, you know, I'm with the uh, oh, blah 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 yeah. moral yeah. authorities. I want to see <laughs> if there's any perverts in the area <laughs> or whatever. He yeah. did.
0: I love that voice. Uh, I love when he goes out of his like <laughs> stiffness and like it re- reserved.
1: It reminds me of the first Star Wars uh, where he's on the. Uh, oh, yeah. the- <laughs> I'm. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, you know, whatever. Situation normal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that reminded me of that. But so he goes and she like. Kicks his ass, basically, right? Gives him, like, an elbow, and then hits him in the throat. Because she's one of the
0: Nexus 6 replicants. Right.
1: This is one of the remaining three or four left. Right. Um, And uh, (laughs) it's kind of funny. He chases her through the streets, which is pretty good. Right. Um, And this, actually, is the Battlefield Earth... Uh, scene where he shoots her and she keeps crashing oh, through the windows yeah. we saw this in battlefield earth <laughs> where they're in the, the abandoned mall and it's it's never ending crashing through the windows <laughs> that's got to be inspired by that
0: yeah that's <laughs> well, i totally see what you mean now yeah that was just and he like shot her like four different times and it was like the same slow motion it was the same bullet wound every time he shot her like it yeah, was like boom it boom. was during
1: this time period where I'm like yeah this is an early 80s movie right. and it really feels like an early 80s yeah, movie yeah definitely <laughs> uh, but and then so he ends up running in, after this he ends up running into Leon yep who kicks his ass and then just is like smacking him and he's about to kill him he's right. like wake up time to die which is interesting. <laughs> wake up
0: time to die this movie's very quotable yes it is
1: uh, and then he's about to he's about to kill him, and then you he, he just hear a gunshot, and this is a big hole in his head, and it's Rachel who yep. saves him. And this is after they've had their tiff, and she comes back to save his life. Yeah,
0: and this was after they, actually that uh, the sheriff told him he needs to kill Rachel. Right.
1: Yeah, because she's you know she's illegal. Yeah. She's another one. I mean, right. she should not. Attire, I guess Tyrell was hiding her.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, I would assume so. He just leaves. He probably has a bunch at his house. You know, just chilling so she
1: went away and then was maybe just because she was um, not with Tyrell or something not under his protection she kind of went rogue I guess mm-hmm. she realized that because yeah, she's not allowed to be there um, Tyrell thought he was like or she was maybe like his prized his latest right. or something like that yeah. so she's roaming the streets clearly she's she's a, she's a dead woman right and she's willing to go out there and risk herself to save his life And it's you know a very human thing yeah. that she does
0: yeah definitely and they get back to his apartment and he basically says you know I'm not going to You know, you saved my life. I'm not going to, you know, retire you. Is that what they call it? Yeah, retire retire. you. Um, And then, I mean, this isn't part of the take six, but kind of creepy scene when he kind of like makes her stay and kiss him and say like you want it and stuff was nah, that i thought
1: that was classic harrison ford
0: yeah I, I i mean yeah i mean harrison ford could get away with it it's just, I <laughs> she don't wants know.
1: to leave he shuts the door and it's yeah. like no you want it woman and you know <laughs> she, but she does you know <laughs> she can't
0: resist i guess the last like week or so it's like this all seems taboo now like uh nah, you know, i think all it's this, normal uh... <laughs> man
1: i think it's normal man woman stuff she yeah. was, i mean she's grappling with these emotions as a replicant uh, I
0: mean, she's a robot. So I she's, mean, you know, it's no big deal. Feel,
1: she's like, she doesn't know how to react, and and you know, even yeah, two, maybe
0: she's never felt these feelings. She never know. has.
1: Yeah, this is. I mean, heck, with humans, you know, we it's hard enough to get two people together, right? You know, yeah, as it is, even if they have feelings for each other, it's hard enough for it, to, you know, to get it to happen. And you know, I think it's complicated, but yeah. you know, it's still that powerful thing. So I don't have a problem with that at all. I also liked. It's um, interesting because the, the whole thing is about her having this 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 life, and it's backed up by photographs. Get his whole apartment is yeah decked out with photographs everywhere. Yep, um, and he's and also he's he gets his ass kicked here. And there's a really nice bit of music while he's just kind of resting and she's mm-hmm. talking and i think she plays the piano here it's it's a, just a nice like 10 minute yeah. scene yeah it's a, and
0: it, yeah it, there's a lot of beautiful moments in this movie this one has this yeah. a lot
1: right in here and again the, the lighting you know nothing is directly lit yeah <laughs> there's always like there's just light coming in from like the window Right. It's like a yeah. flying car that's like passing by something like that it's it, it's a very unique movie and there's nothing really like it no yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, I mean it's I think I think it didn't get a lot
0: of likes because a lot of like early eighties like sci fi movies were, you know, PG, PG thirteen and this one was actually rated R. So I can see like Yeah, I could have been harder. because yeah, I mean, you know, when you're a kid in the eighties, you know, a lot of kids, you know, see these like P G thirteen, you know, eighties movies and you know your parents might won't, won't watch you to watch like a rated R movie. So I could see that how it didn't get that that yeah. following as well. Um, and the dystopian part of it too, it,
1: it, it's yeah. it, it feels even though it's not it doesn't happen it feels very real it feels yeah. plausible right yeah in a weird way yeah, and it's
0: not a, uh, uh, it's not uh, like it's not kid friendly obviously and then so thus it wouldn't be a world that kids would be pretend they're in you know like a indiana jones or a star wars God, or... that
1: makes me think are there any children in this movie no where well, are the children was there any even in i thought 49 i don't know there was some midgets in this one oh yeah
0: midgets yeah I mean, I don't think actually (laughs) children's (laughs) size,
1: but no, really, are there any kids? No, I don't think I don't know. I don't know of any. I don't think so. It's a it's a it's a scary world, but one that it feels like an alternate universe of our own world. Yeah, I think that's part of it. This movie makes you feel uncomfortable. Like I said, it's a dream, but it's one that you want to wake up from yeah you don't want to hang out yeah here, you or... don't want
0: to be in this world <laughs> definitely not
1: no and it, even the own it's the own world tells you you don't want to be in this world right. you want to be off world, yes <laughs> wherever that
0: is right yeah and that's uh, again i hope they explore that if they're able to make another one because i want to see what show what's, so ha- what's off world Yeah, what's happening in these you can, worlds? yeah you
1: put me in this place that i don't really like and you know and you're telling me about this other thing mm. that you're not you you gotta show it to me.
0: Right. Alright, so our number five in our t- take six is when Roy finally gets to Tyrell because um basically these replicants have a lifespan. They have a four year lifespan. Right. Once they hit four years, they're done. So Tyrell's basically he wants more life. Yeah, that's know? what Leon says to or the, not Tyrell, Roy.
1: When Leon meets Deckard, he's you know, what's my that, that was one of the things as he's as he's beating Deckard around. Yep. He says how much longer do I have? Yeah, Deckard's like four years, and that's just not a good answer. Yeah, it's like right because and it's funny too because he's not a he's not a four year old boy. Right, you know he's like a forty year old man or something. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's only he, he's lived so long and however long he is, and he's only got that much time left it's, yeah. it's a weird idea to be middle-aged but have only yeah you know.
0: and to have this existence now and to know that you only have this much time left i've only been here three years and you're telling me I only have a year left yeah but that's not good news do, do these i guess i should save this but do nexus 6 replicants have um memories like
1: uh rachel has i think only the memory only the things that they've personally seen okay so
0: they don't have like past memories of like childhood or anything i don't think
1: so they know who they are yeah uh but but you know this makes a point of the things that they have seen on their own are still significant you know it makes a point to tell us that because uh, Roy Batty says you've you've got no idea what I, you know the things I've seen. Yeah, and he gets there. This is important too. They meet Sebastian. Yeah, uh, who's just this kind of. Well, this is interesting. Cause Cause he's a
0: replicant, right?
1: No, Sebastian's a human being uh, who okay. has a disease that makes him age faster. So that's what they say. We share the same problem. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, because because you look at him, he's he's got this weird makeup, and his eyes are purple. Yeah, and the Daryl Hannah character asks him, "What's wrong with you?" And he's like, "I've got something," and it's something like my gr- my glands overproduce something. And that's they're both afflicted by the same deal, which is they've they're they're unshortened time. So he's not. He, however, old, he's like I think he's like like how old are you? He's like twenty three, but he looks fifty. Yeah, so he's not gonna live past you know 30 maybe so they share a similar issue They're, they both have this anxiety of their, their lifespan is not
0: but yeah yeah so i mean he, he can relate to them in in some way but he so he, but he makes replicants
1: he does he makes those dolls yeah. and yeah he, he's a he, he's a geneticist i believe
0: and the midgets are replicants right they are,
1: yeah, everything in there it's kind of this weird place he lives yeah. in right it's kind of I creepy i couldn't <laughs> quite figure out that one guy that with the big nose yeah yeah it's so creepy he's weird. remember they're all sitting there um and at the table and he's yeah. just kind of like he's doing this like yeah i don't know what like moving
0: his eyes back and but forth. he had
1: something in his mouth i don't know if he was like trapped or if he couldn't speak or what but he mm-hmm. was like he felt uneasy it's yeah. almost like, almost a...
0: like a Tim Burton type stuff in this movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like uh, yeah Tim Burton's the only one I could think of but yeah it
1: had that weird kind of feel I don't know yeah. what, what was going on there I mean maybe this is one of those other things that's just you know needlessly confusing uh, but yeah he's, he's a human uh, and he's got this disease and they have I guess a disease so I guess that's why he's sympathetic to them but they also really intimidate him right yeah, yeah. And he he's... meets Roy Batty, who is incredibly charismatic and scary and smart. You know, and so they convince him to take him up t- to see Tyrell, who, who you realize Sebastian and Tyrell have these chess matches. Right. And yeah. Sebastian's like, no, he's really smart. I've only beaten him once, and you know, you know, Sebastian's very smart. Obviously, Tyrell is too, because he's making these these replicants. And but he 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 convinces I don't I don't remember exactly the dialogue but I've been up late or something he, he let Tyrell allows him in and he brings in um, Roy Batty, and it's just this weird thing, right? Yeah. It's in, Me- go
0: ahead meeting your maker. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's what it is. Yeah, because again he's he's basically seeing Tyrell to see if he can expand uh, expand his uh, lifetime and uh, What's Tyrell the basically like, I want more life. Yeah, I want more life.
1: Who doesn't want more life?
0: Yeah, and this kind of yeah, this is like the 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 God element, you know, the meeting your Maker. The, yeah, you know, he's basically saying, you know, death is inevitable either way. You know, as Tyrell is saying. Yeah, he's like, um, I, I'm not.
1: I don't know what the exact line is, but he's like, that's not my department. Meaning, yeah. we all die.
0: Yeah, we all die.
1: Now this is a this is a Ridley. This is a theme that Ridley Scott has has touched on. He dealt with this uh, in Prometheus and Alien Covenant uh, with David. Right, yeah. Now David, he met his maker and just like Roy Batty, he was unimpressed with his maker. His maker couldn't, you know, so so Roy Batty meets Tyrell. He's like, hey, uh, it's like, you know, you meeting God, right? And you're questioned and you're like, uh, you know, God, I want this. I want to, you know, I want to live, you know, (laughs) I don't want to die. And God's like, Well my hands are tied, I can't help you. Yeah. You're like, Well, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's, like... it's it's basically that. Yeah. You meet God and God God does not meet your expectations, when right. you actually meet him. And that's the same thing with what we see with David, who David then tries to become his own God in Alien Covenant, which and creates these horrible creatures. Uh, but I think there's a lesson there. And and the same thing with Roy Batty, he meets Tyrell and he's unimpressed and he kills him yeah because you're like no you're you're just you created me i'm better than you yeah
0: i've surpassed you yeah you know you you've you're this all-powerful being who created me yeah and here i am you know doing the things i'm doing and i'm
1: you know it's a crazy thought isn't it
0: yeah absolutely
1: meeting your maker and you know ridley scott obviously has not solved this no (laughs) You know, all these years later, and you know who has, right? Because if that time ever comes where we actually do meet our maker, what do you say? And God forbid if we, if you know, if you're not happy with what you see. Yeah, uh, and it's
0: almost like you know, so, okay, we all die. Well, guess what? You're going to die now too. Yeah. So I mean, this is this is the price.
1: Yeah, because they go through this whole thing of well, um, Roy has these, these potential solutions. I don't know, it's like genetic, blah blah blah. And, and, uh, and Tyrell's like, no, we tried that. He's like, well, what about this? No, well, you know, that, that destroys, that gives you a virus. And you already right. die. There's all these things, and, you know, there's no answer. Buddy, you're going to die. And yeah. that's not good enough for Roy Batty.
0: Yeah. He's like, there's there's got to be more. There's got to be more,
1: and sadly, there isn't.
0: Yeah, there, there really isn't, and yeah, it makes you know the audience think about you know what, what their their life is. We're, we're, we're all you know inevitably gonna die. Have you seen Alien Covenant yet? I have not. I, you, I I need to. It? I've seen Prometheus. Uh, okay, but so yeah, you, but Alien Covenant is one of the ones I need to catch up on.
1: Yeah, you need to see that. Yeah, when you see it, so it has those elements too. It has the. It's actually. It's, uh, uh, you know, aside from the gore and yeah. the insanity, um, it's dealing with, you know, this one scene in Blade Runner is the whole theme of that movie. Yeah. It's the idea of the the creator and uh, uh, the relationship between the creator and the created. Yeah. In this case, the alien, the thing, that disgusting, murderous creature yeah. is the created. You know, instead of, it's, you know, far worse than Roy Betty. Yeah. Uh, well, it's
0: just, it's just it just in the this Roy Batty scene is just a powerful moment because he's uh, you know he's been you know dying to meet his maker, dying to you know yeah. get this solved and, and this just is, realize that it's hopeless. Yeah. You know, it's hopeless I'm going to die.
1: He's come from off worlds. Yeah. back to the, back to earth to see this this man, this the man thing, that made me. The things
0: I've done, yeah. you know, to get here. You know, and you're going to tell me this is all I have. This is all that's left. This is all there is. You know, it's a powerful moment, and you know we can all, you know, feel that. It's you know, it's rough. rough. Yeah, it's it's definitely rough, and you, know, you just gotta. When you come to that realization, it's how you act from there. It's just how you make, you know, what you make of it from there. And I think that kind of ties into our next. Well, I guess. Uh, well,
1: then, but when you say that though, that reminds me of twenty forty nine because that sort of happens to the Ryan Gosling character. Yeah, yeah, he gets a a, a, a serious. <laughs> kicking the kicking the nuts about yeah. about life and resolution and not well, having the answer that he thought he could have had
0: and then it's about choices from yeah. there. What do you do from there? Yeah. yeah.
1: Roy right, Batty goes, "Well, one way, but then it, I don't know." Well,
0: yeah. well yeah, I I got things to say about that definitely cuz again it's about choices, the choices we make once we realize Yeah. Our fate, once we realize the inevitability of life, you know, where we go from there, what are we going to do about that? And that, again, I think ties into our finale, our finale, our number six, the tears in the rain scene, the famous one of the most famous scenes, even if you. Even if you haven't seen Blaine Runner, you probably know about the scene. You probably know about this quote. If you're a movie fan, um, all of
1: this but... confusion, all of this world building, all of these you know maybe heavy stuff that might go over your head that um, it takes three, four, five, six, ten viewings yeah. to really appreciate. It all comes together. You know, it, at the end of this movie Yeah Deckard gets a tip of um, Because Batty and the Daryl Hannah character Are staying in Sebastian's house apartment He gets a tip that that's where they are So he finds them And they basically So they, they, we talked about the Leon's four They all have a four year lifespan Right, yep Batty's four years is running out quickly
0: Very quickly
1: And, you know as he gets back to the house, Deckard's waiting for him. Shoots a gun at him, and it's this crazy sort of chasing scene where Batty's taunting him. Batty is just owning him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's showing how like superior
0: superior yeah. he is to him. How how much of a greater being he is to him.
1: So that makes you wonder. So, if Deckard's a replicant, he's clearly weaker. Oh yeah, absolutely. But he, also- I mean,
0: obviously, he was probably made before Nexus Six. If you is a replicant i would assume
1: he's a nexus 3 i don't know but, yeah. or but but also uh, on a much longer lifespan but yet weaker i mean he's really like he's like oh, you know if there's a replicant that's what you don't want which is basically entirely human which seems to be what they that, that's the part that doesn't you know he's really human right yeah. <laughs> and he lives a long time and he ages he, you know, he's on the That's, lifespan of a human.
0: I don't think Deckard's a replicant, but I
1: think you know. I, I think Ridley Scott says he is. So well, he, didn't, he
0: didn't write the movie.
1: No, he only directed the first one and uh, executive produced the second one. <laughs> Other than that, his word doesn't matter. <laughs> but you know, he says he is. But you know, in a way, it's more like a. It's, it feels like a trick, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. You because know? he he ages like a man lose he he's not super strong he's not super smart he he's you know completely fallible right you know yeah feels like he's not although yeah. they want to tell you who he is although they'll never really come out and say it no. even though you know in, in 2049 they were all saying everyone's talking to him like he is you know, yeah I don't know but in this go ahead yeah. No,
0: it's it, it's definitely something to think about. But yeah, we'll get into it when we talk about 2049, uh, which we'll briefly talk about at this point. Um, but uh, <laughs> we had tears in the rain. Um, so yeah, he's he's taunting Deckard. I mean, Deckard, you know, he finally he takes care of Daryl Hannah's character, which that scene is so weird when she's like on top of him and just like going nuts, yeah. and then he shoots her and like she's having like convulsions and stuff. Like it's like what, yeah, it's that sort of out? needless, was, right? Like yeah.
1: if they're replicants, then they when she dies, she basically has like a leg. Uh, yeah. Like a like a sh- like a shorting out, thing, right. which didn't make sense. Yeah. They should just die.
0: And then when uh, uh batty or Roy breaks uh, Harrison Port's fingers, Harrison Port just goes eh, eh. <laughs> and that kind of was like, eh, I think you'd act a little, you know more you'd act like you were in more pain than that, but yeah. anyways, that's just nitpicky. Um, but anyways, they're going they're going through it. batty's taunting him, and then finally, Uh, you know they're jumping to you know Harrison Ford tries to jump to another building from a rooftop and he wasn't able to make it and then Batty just was able to easily just jump over. Yeah, no problem. Harrison Ford is about to fall and Batty catches him, pulls him up, and then this is where we get the famous scene.
1: I've seen things people wouldn't believe. Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of a lion. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the ten hours a All those
0: moments will be lost
1: in time.
0: It's beautiful.
1: It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, just the
0: the delivery, yeah. the music behind it, the the meaning of it. What do it's... you think that means?
1: Well, he, I mean, he why does he save Deckard? You know, he wants to kill him.
0: He wants to kill him, but
1: as he's dying, he realizes that since he, he you know he's aware that he's going to die, he he realizes the value of life. Yeah. And he saves him. Yeah. So in a way, he's not even a villain. No. He's just he's a he's a scary guy throughout all this movie, but it's really just so he can stay alive. Which right. is what we all want to do. Yeah, right? what we
0: all want to do. I mean he's he's doing what anyone would do. He's trying to survive, he's trying to figure out how he can live longer. Yeah,
1: he, you he, know. He's not spiteful. No. He just want he 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 literally values life. I mean, that's like his thing. He wants it for himself, but since he knows it can't be him for himself, because he he knows that there's no way to change the fact that he's gonna die, he's willing to literally extend that hand to Deckard to keep him alive. Right. And he just you know he's it, it's it's sad. You know, he he's seen all these crazy things that no one on earth has ever seen.
0: Yeah, and possibly beautiful things. I mean, because. Yeah. He's—I don't even know what he was talking about that he saw really. sunbeams or something or something like that. But you know, you get the sense that you know he there was it was something significant. But they're all going to be lost. I mean, this is just Yeah, like tears. Yeah, these memories will be lost like tears in rain. He's got a sense
1: of himself, and his he has a sense of. His own thoughts, you know, in relation to this massive world, which is just like us. Yeah. You know, our little lives that we, you know, agonize over and we stress about it Yeah, and,
0: and, we, and the petty we, things that we stress about, too.
1: We, you know, we laugh. Even, you know, even things that are seemingly important, you know, in, in a massive scheme, they just don't matter. Yeah.
0: It's like, that's kind of how I, I took, like, how we... He saved him. Like he's taunting him this whole time. He's like, okay, I've proved that I'm superior to him. I could kill him right now if I wanted to. But i have yeah. come coming to this realization that In the grand scheme of things, this isn't gonna matter. It's all gonna be lost in time, you know. This cause I'm trying to do. This uh, you know, I'm trying to I don't know if it's revolutionizes the word, but you know, I'm trying to bring attention to this cause that you know is these replicants is these beings and you know i'm i'm here i'm totally lost no i know what you mean though it's <laughs> about
1: like okay so it's like what does it mean to be human yeah you know and then when you die what is that what happens you yeah know, when and you-
0: yeah i think that's what i was trying to say yeah i mean i'm trying to you know uh, if I were to kill you right now, what's that going to be? You know, it's just going to be lost in time. You know, it's not going to do anything. But, hey, I'm proving to you that, hey, I, I have a soul. I I am right? alive. Yeah. You know, I value life. Like, maybe you can do something to to help others and help other, you know, replicants or whatever it is, you know, get get by in life. And that's that's what you want to leave behind. This is something he's leaving behind, you know, just... You know,
1: there's a real sadness yeah. in his voice. It, absolutely, and he, he he's willing to. But he, there's an acceptance. To, yeah, yeah. Even so, yeah, he's willing to be like this is, this is okay, this is bad, and I'm you know I I've done these things like I said you know and, and I'm I'm I feel sad, but I, if I let Deckard live, maybe that's you know maybe that's one more thing that I can do, that will live on. Yep. You know, and that's what I really like about the character. Right, he's scary, and he's he's, he's a smirking jerk, and he's you know he's superior, right? But in the end, he 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 just wants life, and he just wants yeah things to live. And yeah. if it's not him, then it's you know let's hope it's somebody else. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this is just so like powerful. we all do. I
0: mean, sometimes we might start on a path selfishly, but then we realize, hey, you know, why not try to help others along the way? You know, I'm a, I'm a lost cause at this point. Why not try to try to help others along the way?
1: And I wasn't expecting this.
0: Yeah. Not at all. Mo- Especially because this guy was so menacing the whole yeah. time, you know. And like, the movie's
1: so dreary. Yeah. And so like oh, this everything sucks. And yeah. then there's this amazing turn of face yeah. by the villain. And yeah. He's
0: like, Whoa, really? It's like, it's just almost like, you know, the villain, the the ultimate cost doesn't have to be death at this moment. You know, I've proven, like I said before, I've proven I can beat you. I've proven I'm superior to you. But inevitably, I'm going to die. And obviously, very soon in this instance, I'm going to die. And these thoughts could not be more human. Yeah, absolutely. Why not give you a little more time? Yeah. You know, instead of. You know, trying to just kill us both at so, this moment.
1: So, in his own way, he, just, you know, he didn't he didn't live longer, but he achieved his own. Yeah. He, you know, he exceeded who he was. You know, right. he became part of something more than just being a, a replicant or a robot. Yeah.
0: Like that. So yeah, I mean that the
1: aftermath. You know, Harrison Ford is just. The whole time, he's just kind of sitting there with just this dumbfounded look on his face, right? Yeah. He I don't know he, what's he, going on.
0: Harrison Ford, this last, like, 20 minutes of them, like, chasing around and everything, <laughs> yeah. he's had, like, no dialogue, said nothing. Um, he's, but, after uh, he's
1: pulled up, he's just, like, crouched down, and he just does not know what's happening. Yeah. He watches Batty um, go through this exercise, and he's – he cannot handle it, right? No. He's just – he's got no – no definitely
0: not and then we get another great quote right after this you know batty dies right there and then after he says tears uh getting lost like tears in rain and then gaff you know shows up there and talks to harrison ford and gives this other quotable line Finished. throws them the gun Did I miss it? Uh, oh, here it comes.
1: It's too bad she won't live! But then again, who does? Another. What an amazing yeah. two, sem- two simple sentences. Yep. I mean, it's. it's obviously,
0: just, talking about Rachel there. She's a
1: replicant. Yep. And. You know, he's then again, who does, right? Yeah. Because we all die. Yeah. So what does it mean to live? Yeah. Because we're all dying. Right. You know, we're not dying today. We're not, right. Maybe we don't have a four-year
0: lifespan. Well, maybe some of us do. We, but
1: Yeah. We could. Right. Yeah. What does it mean to live? I mean, we live forever. Like under that standard, then we're not going to live.
0: Right. Yeah. But then, but then again, who does? You know, it's almost like, you know, him trying to ease the pain to Harrison, maybe in a way, like saying, you know,
1: it's just it's it's life. You know, you, yeah. You, you you part of life is death. Yeah.
0: But then again, who one. does? But at the same time, this guy might value life as well because, you know, he, he obviously was at the apartment Rachel was at yeah, Harris, we see you know, origami, Deckard comes yeah. back to the, to, to the apartment. He's like, Oh, where's Rachel?" Finds are sleeping there. And he's like, all right, we got to go. Let's go. And then he finds the, uh, origami unicorn on the floor Which there. Which
1: means he was, he came and yeah, he came her.
0: and he did not kill her. So obviously there's just some camaraderie there, but, what but does a unicorn mean? Because we saw uh, Decker dream about this, about a unicorn. I, Do you I know really, what this means? I this really, is my questions.
1: I don't know. I didn't. It, you. I'm. I'm guessing that you didn't read the original Philip K. Dick novel. I did, did not. Android's dream of electric or cheap, or, Did the, you? No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. But I wonder if, uh, if part of the dream is is uh, showing that he dreams of. A unicorn, like a fictional thing. Yeah. So he's literally dreaming. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that, and this also might be a clue that he is a replicant.
1: Right, so he's dreaming of a... Well, it was definitely a dream because yeah. it was a, a fictional thing, right? So why is he dreaming that? I don't know. But it, I I think maybe it's to show that he is a replicant and replicants can do things like dream of... Thing. It's not a memory. It was a dream. Right, He was yeah. literally dreaming. Right. So maybe, you know... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a good answer for that. Yeah. That—that's my guess. Is to show that because uh, just what I said. I mean, he—he ha- replicants can exceed our expectations. Roy Batty exceeded our expectations right. of what you would think to be. I mean, he was this menacing man, and yet he just—he—he. He, he saved someone else to just have this poetic moment because he, you know, in facing his own demise, he'd rather have someone survive because he values life that much. Right. I mean, you just cannot believe that that would be possible, right? Right. You'd think he'd be so driven and so selfish. He's like, well, screw you. I'm going to die. You're going to die. You're going down, right? Yeah. But now he doesn't do that.
0: Yeah, there's something within him that, you know, allowed him to have empathy.
1: So powerful.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what they, you know, went off of in the in the beginning. You know, the replicants don't show empathy, and that's why they use animal uh, questions in their tests. But I think he showed empathy in that moment. I think that's what the dove represents that Batty yeah. is holding as well. That you know, he just it's, you a, know, he's it's holding a precious dove. thing. Yeah, it's a precious he, thing. He Life could kill precious. it if he wanted to, right. but he
1: didn't. So, but is Rachel the question that I have, and I don't think it was answered. I could be wrong, but does she have a limited lifespan?
0: That's what I want to know, too. I don't I, know. I think after 2049, I don't think she
1: does. But we don't know.
0: We don't know. That's true. She dies um, in childbirth, right? But if Deckard is a replicant, why wouldn't he <laughs> why, have a... Because is he a 75-year-old man? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Is> it <laughs> or because, whatever. Is it because he was made for the cops? Like he was Yeah, made, we don't know. Like, our, our, it and, doesn't really fit. Yeah
1: i mean he literally is as human as a replicant can be
0: yeah that's true but um yeah i mean that's basically i mean we usually did this segment who's the idiot me or the movie but yeah, i mean that's pretty much the questions i had was uh the unicorn thing and then you asking about uh rachel does she have a lifespan did you have any other uh
1: no i don't have a lot of questions i think well i think it's Pretty straightforward. It, yeah,
0: I, I mean this. Is, it's a it's a good movie. It's a good movie about what it is to be alive, what it is to be human, what it is to be.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm struck by the uh, the parallels to Alien. Yeah. Again, you know, you have the uh, the Ash character who's an Alien, who's basically a replicant. He, he he bleeds white, and in he in this universe in the in the Blade Runner universe, they bleed red.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. Uh, and in and, in and, and the alien ones it's sort of like a milky substance that comes out. yeah <laughs> but it's kind of the same and they have their problems with them too and again meeting the maker so these are themes that really you know that I mean that's just me but for me that, these are the sort of things that just they drive me when I feel, when I see these Themes come up over and over again. Right. Yeah. I, you know, if I could talk to Ridley Scott, this is what I would ask. Yeah. Her. <laughs> you know, I would sit down and be like, "What's going on? Yeah. Here? What,
0: what is this all about? You
1: have you've got robots, and you've got a robot in this movie, and you got a robot in that movie, and you have the media maker in this movie and then in this movie. You know, and what is this all about? What is you know what's going on right, with you? Yeah. You know? And I, these are big questions because. Well, like you said, what do you do when you if you ever meet God? Yeah, right? this is obviously on his mind, right? Yeah. <laughs> so no, he's he. I the, think he's ready. He's like, uh, this is. Yeah, the relationship between God and the created thing is a very complex relationship, mm-hmm. and it's hard to solve. And I, you know, this this is the thing that it, it sticks in my brain, and obviously it sticks in his brain. And I, and I don't think Ridley Scott gets enough credit. You know, he, he's not banging these themes over your head, but they're there and they keep popping up and they're big themes, you know, life wise, not just movie wise. And whenever I see, whenever I see them come together, I end up thinking about them myself and I, I, I you know, you can't solve them because you can't, I know I'm right. kind of going on and on here. No, but I mean, that's... These are big questions. Yes. Yeah. And he's I doing mean... it in film form and it's still it's, not answered because he doesn't have the answer i don't know go
0: right I, no i mean that's you're exactly right i mean i think that's you know even as audience members you know we go to films you know looking not really looking for answers but we like to be stimulated by getting asked these questions and you yeah. know wondering about these things and that that's our outlet you know to view these artistic things and that, that's what him as an artist, Ridley Scott, is able to, (laughs) you know, push out there and say, you know, this is my feelings on this, you know, I might, he might not even have these answers, he might not even, you know, that's why he's asking them himself, and, you know, to share that with an audience, you know, to, to know what they're thinking about it, maybe he'll get some of those answers, you know, it's it's kind of an outlet, and I I just just love that about art and and film, and just viewing art making art you know it's all it's one and the same we
1: know we deal with it with our own in our own way right and in this way he's he deals with it you know in the form of this futuristic kind of universe in right another way it's this horrific creature that kills everything yeah in its sight. <laughs> but and, it's you know it's it gets to something deep inside you I yeah mean, I don't know. I, mean,
0: I think that's art's job. I mean, that's that, that's, that's what art's all about, it, is, is getting to something deep inside you. And sometimes you're not able to answer, but it gives you that feeling. It gives you that emotion. This you know, movie it, does
1: that a lot to me. Yeah. For all its sort of slowness and, eh, you know, a little bit of fluff around the yeah. edges, this one makes me think. Yeah. It's a thinking man's movie, I yeah. think.
0: No, definitely. Yeah, and I think that's why it didn't resonate with the audience, because they were expecting to see just a normal sci-fi, mindless sci-fi film.
1: It's like, no, you need to see... It's not a shoot 'em up but you actually need to see this movie, like, four times. Yeah. No, you will really like
0: it. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, <laughs> it, it, does, does that necessarily mean it's a good movie? No. I mean, usually a movie should hook you right at the start if it's really good. But some, sometimes movies are an acquired taste. And I think this is definitely oh. one of them. Like I said, it took me a few tries to watch this, and I was finally able to finish it a few years ago. But, it's, <laughs> but when you go through it, yeah, when you do, it's worth it. You know, it is. I mean, if you, especially can... if you go into a movie not necessarily wanting to be entertained, but just to be stimulated emotionally, you don't want to be stimulated into asking these questions and wanting to figure out these questions and talking to your buddy on a podcast about <laughs> about said questions
1: yeah it's tough stuff but yeah if you make it through this movie and you know if someone says eh, i watched it it sucks yeah you know, i can accept it yeah i, I, I kind of can all right but the stuff in here i just yeah. you know it's deep stuff it's yeah. great and if you you know, the ending on its own is worth it. But if you can make it through with some some sort of appreciation to get this climax of an ending. Yeah. It is so satisfying. Yeah. So good. Definitely.
0: That ending alone is I mean, it's got to be that that scene alone, that even that just little tiny monologue he has. That's one of the best ever. Yeah, top 10 at least. Oh, easily. Uh, yeah. Top 10, yeah, seasons easily. of all time. Even just on its own. I mean, you 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 don't necessarily have to have seen the movie. To just watch that scene and just realize, like, wow, this is—I can see this is a powerful scene right here. I don't it's know what's so going well on, acted. Yeah, well yeah. acted. I love how it's raining and it's well, raining. D- well directed too. So, <laughs> yeah. but uh, be yeah, anyways. I mean, that—that's Blade Runner. Uh, I think we've—we've we've pretty much uh, gave our thoughts on that. I mean, so so our, in our rating system. Uh, you want to, me to give me my
1: rating or you? you... No, I'll go ahead. I mean, popcorn wise, I'd say maybe two popcorn, uh, two buckets of popcorn. Um, stars is tough uh, because I I've learned to like this more. If my initial impression would be maybe two and two, but since I since this has grown on me and I you know more been able to think about it, I'm gonna give it three and a half stars. Two okay. buckets of popcorn, three and a half stars.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, I mean it's close to what I have. I have three stars. And uh, one and a half buckets of popcorn. That's fair. Um, I think if it resonated on a first watch, I think <laughs> I think it would be four stars. It's and, a slow two-hour yeah, movie, to yeah. be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 something. If you're if you if you are a huge fan of film and have not seen this movie, you definitely need to see it. Yeah, a casual fan of film, I could see not liking this film. Not you know just you know being boring or just you know like
1: yeah it's sort of like uh if you're a fan of film expect two viewings yeah just absolutely.
0: bank on bank on both i mean because honestly i mean uh raging bull that didn't resonate with me the yeah, first time no, that's fair um, and that happens to be my favorite movie yeah and and the, i mean the second i i would say each every time i watch that i appreciate it more movie. and more and I love it.
1: That's a film. That's a it's a film fans movie and a director's movie for sure. Absolutely. And, and a yeah, there's no <laughs> there's no mass appeal there for right. Raging Bull. This one's similar, but you know, again, you know, just like Raging Bull, which we as we walk as we walk through that movie, we we found how how actually um uh, you know compelling and and relatable it was, even though on, at surface glance it wasn't uh blade runner is it deals with like big life questions both of both of these movies deal with the you know the biggest questions of all so yeah
0: i agree so yeah there you have it that's blade runner 1982 (laughs) taking place in 2019 yeah we will talk about 2049 probably in another show uh because this show went quite long uh so yeah we will <laughs> we will talk about 2049 probably next week and uh that uh, that is it for this show follow us on twitter at blockbuster cast my personal twitter is at bc Cord.
1: i am at dave underscore quiz be
0: sure to subscribe to us on youtube subscribe to us on itunes give us reviews and we do have a patreon now so if you want to support the channel support our show we'd love it you we'd know we would it. love it we'd appreciate it we'd give you shout outs on the show give you, yeah, uh, you got give any- ways yeah questions or if you have ideas for shows you want us to do you would get first priority in our patreon so feel free to check that out in the link in our description all right so that is our show davo as it's been a pleasure as always always my fellow host -host. co-host my fellow co-host
1: i'm so glad to reach this (laughs)
0: all right folks that is blade runner be sure to see blade runner 2049 and that is it for us for davo i'm ben secord and as always let's just grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys
1: at the movies